0: Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and
1: Chris. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. Solo duties today. This is the daily show, of course. If you are tuning in on Periscope, we appreciate you. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Facebook, we appreciate you guys. Everybody that ends up watching the replay or listening on the podcast, we appreciate you as well, share the show out, tell your friends about it. We thank you for the support, of course. The show always brought to you by Tunica Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They have got six incredible sports books. You can find more information on them over at tunicatravel.com. They got great shows coming through, great uh, steakhouses, great golf courses, everything. Everything they do down there is good. It's good stuff. So tunicatravel.com is the website winningcureseverything.com is our website, all of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, etc. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. You guys know the deal. We are everywhere, basically. So go check that out. Make sure that you hit subscribe. Make sure that you like whatever video you're watching, or if you're listening to the podcast, hit subscribe there and leave a nice review. We would definitely appreciate that. Apple podcast It's part of their algorithm. It helps get us in front of more people, uh, we appreciate it. So, share the show out, if you would, so kindly. We've got a lot to discuss today. Let's go ahead and fire into it right now, as a matter of fact. Uh, I'm going to make the show a little a little bit shorter today uh, because I'm staying late at the office to make sure I get this done. First things first, USC, open to leaving the Pac-12. Uh, Mike Bond, or Bone, however you want to say it, former Cincinnati Athletic Director, but now USC Athletic Director, uh, said in a meeting last night with the the guy that does the Rivals USC site, told him everything is on the table. That's an actual quote as far as leaving the Pac-12 once the media agreement is up. You know, Texas has got the Longhorn Network. Notre Dame is independent. BYU is independent. Those are the types of programs that can operate by themselves as an independent. USC technically could run, now obviously the football program not doing so well, and you'd have to figure out what to do with the rest of the athletic programs, right? Basketball in the Pac-12, you know, pretty good. Andy Enfield doing good things there. They're not great, but, you know, they'll probably make the NCAA tournament this year, I would believe. They are a regular in the NCAA tournament. You know, baseball, eh, okay, whatever. You know, they, they've they got other good programs, but football is the cash cow. And you're telling me that ESPN or NBC or Fox or somebody would not do an independent deal with USC? You know, if the Pac-12 cannot figure out a way to make it better for USC, this makes all the sense in the world to me. Now, their issue, of course, is going to be those other sports I was just talking about. You got to figure out what to do with them, right? Uh, Sir Dobby jumps in on YouTube. Ob Matt jumps in. Sir Dobby says he loves the show. We appreciate that, of course. Uh, Ob Matt, of course, we appreciate you as well. He says, sup, what is up? Uh, But yeah, USC leaving to be an independent when the Pac-12's media deal is up? I I could see it because right now, basically everybody in the Pac-12 is being completely screwed by this media rights deal that they've got. The Pac-12 network is a complete disaster. Now, when they first did it, I get the idea of... Well, owning all of your rights is a good thing, right? We want to be able to distribute our own TV product. We want to be able to put that out there. So we'll go to bat with DirecTV and Comcast and, you know, whoever else, right? We'll go to bat with all of these big cable providers, and we will provide our own content, and we'll get a better deal because we own everything. There is no third party that has to make a, a portion of it, right? The SEC... Went with ESPN. The Big Ten went with Fox for the Big Ten Network. You know, it, sometimes that third party helps because it can get you in more te- uh, uh, more homes. It can get you in it on more televisions, basically. So you may not think it's a good idea, but sometimes putting it off to a third party vendor is a good idea. Look, I was in a rock band for years. Prosevere. We had multiple options as far as record deals go. And our first thought was always, well, we want to own everything. You know, because when we make it big, we want to own it all. And it just, it doesn't matter if if you own everything, if it's not worth anything, right? So, with these third-party vendors, ESPN, you know, whoever else, Fox, whatever, somebody that you could partner with to set up a television network, when you set it up with them, they have an incentive then to promote your product. Fox has a deal with the Pac-12, but they don't really promote it as well as they do the Big Ten. There's a reason for that. You know, the, the Big Ten network makes money for Fox and for the Big Ten. With the Pac-12, they can't get on direct TV. They can't get on YouTube TV. They can't... They, the Pac-12 network doesn't work. And if you're USC why would you go with them? Like, why not go the route that Texas did and create your own network? Now, there may not be as many people that care about it, but if you go, instead of, instead of your own TV network, go to NBC. Set it up that way. NBC has got it set up. CBS just lost all of their guys. Why not take CBS and say, hey, we'll do an independent deal with you and you have all the rights to USC home games. Seven games a year. And then you're good. CBS hook up with somebody else, BYU, whoever else, whoever's open. I don't know what the what the current landscape looks like, the, the climate. But I think it's a smart idea. And I think it's something that, that more Pac-12 teams... It, now, obviously, we can see some kind of a merger happening with the Big 12 and the Pac-12. Uh, you take the bigger name schools, just put them together, and then everybody else gets left out in the cold. But... There's no telling what this next round of uh, conference realignment is going to look like, but this, uh, this sounds like a legit one that has the possibility of something big happening that could change the entire landscape. Uh, USC being out on the West Coast, obviously, they could go straight to streaming. They could work out a deal with Facebook, you know, YouTube TV, whoever. They could, they could hook it up to where they make the most money possible for themselves, as opposed to the Pac-12. Football is the cash cow. Don't ever forget that. Let's move on. Next topic. I'd spend a little bit longer on that than I anticipated. Uh, Wilder Fury pay-per-view numbers came in, or at least they are trickling in, and it looks like this fight that was on Saturday night will have done about 830,000 pay-per-views, so it didn't even hit a million. Now, I was convinced with the amount of advertising on ESPN and Fox that this fight was going to do at least a million. And it didn't. It didn't even get close. 830000 is great, you know, when you're looking at 80 bucks a pop. Um, but it it's not as much as, as they thought it was going to do. Bob Arum, originally from Top Rank, he originally predicted that this fight would do 2 million buys. So it leads you to start thinking of what can boxing do, right? So Top Rank has done a good job of setting up With ESPN, right? And then Fox every now and then has, you know, premier boxing championships, whatever it is. And you see free fights sometimes. How much would a network pay to actually show a major fight like this? That's the question, right? Because rather than worry about pay-per-views, why not just take the biggest number that you can get from ESPN or Fox or whoever else? You know, you used to see some of these big fights on HBO. HBO is out of the boxing game now. So if you were to take a massive fight like this next Wilder Fury fight and just put it on ESPN, how many viewers is that actually worth? Because I think there were a lot more people. I mean, I don't think. I know. There were way more people watching that fight than actually bought the pay-per-view. But if you can sit at home and watch it on ESPN without having to pay 80 bucks, Maybe that's not a terrible idea. I mean, obviously, UFC, they have something to sell. Boxing, other than Wilder and Fury, there's no massive name that's going... I mean, Terrence Crawford is a name that, you know, legit fight fans really like to see box. But who, who's a big name that matters? Floyd Mayweather was the only person that was able to sell fights. Wilder Wilder and Fury... The first time only did 330,000 pay per views. This time, 820 to 830,000. If you can't even get a million for the biggest heavyweight fight in two decades, that's a problem. Uh, you need to put this stuff back on Saturday nights on a major network where it's free, where people can get to it, and then see what happens. You know, I think that you do something like that, you get six, seven, eight million people watching a massive fight like that you know, try and fix the timing to where it doesn't start at 11-whatever time because there were a lot of people that didn't even buy it because they knew that they weren't going to get into the ring until after 11, 11 p.m. Central. So on the East Coast, they didn't get into the ring until after midnight. UFC has already built something. Boxing is still needing to build. So I think that would be my next step is, okay, how do we make this bigger? We actually give the fans these fighters... On their way up and help build a little more and that way you can uh you can capitalize on it i, I think that's the smartest way to go about it because right now uh that ain't working <laughs> what they're doing right now is not working they did make a lot of money off this fight but it was not nearly what they anticipated
2: you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need Viator
1: you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let's move on. Next topic here. Uh, Jordan Peele is redoing Candyman. And I only bring this up because I, like I saw it and I thought, man. You know, I know that they did a, um, a sequel to it back in the 90s mid 90s whatever it was sequel obviously not as good but a remake of the original could be interesting i remember watching this when i was i mean young like or not not even a teenager yet i don't think and we were terrified of this movie and the premise is you know it's a typical horror movie and i'm not <laughs> i'm not a horror movie guy i never have been i'm not going to go see this in theaters but I will absolutely watch it when it comes out on Netflix, whatever, because I'm not going to go in a theater and look like a little little bee because I, I don't want to look like that, <laughs> especially not with my wife and whoever else will be there. But, uh, but yeah, I thought it was very interesting. You know, they're remaking all of these old horror movies. It's tough to find something interesting. But what Jordan Peele has done with Us and then you know Get Out and all these other movies, he had really good original ideas. I'm curious... How well he's going to be able to translate Candyman in the way that he wants it. Uh, I don't believe that he is directing. I think he's the producer on this one. I could be mistaken. I'm not sure. But, uh, but Candyman, yeah, I think uh, I think this will be interesting. So I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to seeing what he does with that. Let's move on. Next topic here. YouTube TV is dropping the Fox uh, regional sports networks. And here is why that is a big deal. Uh, They said, and let me read the tweet first. We purchased rights from Sinclair to distribute content to you. Despite our best efforts, we've been unable to reach an agreement with Sinclair. As a result, we will no longer offer Fox Regional Sports Networks, including Yes Network, which does the Yankees, beginning February 29th. Now, they also say, we do not take this decision lightly. This is a reflection of the rising cost of sports content. You may have noticed several other TV services have also decided to drop Regional Sports Networks from their lineups. Um, Here's the deal. There's not a lot of options for you to be able to go and get these regional sports networks. Now, obviously, Comcast and whatever, regular cable still has some of them, but these RSNs are beginning to cost so much money because nobody really wants to carry them, and nobody really wants to, like, Sinclair, I don't even think, really cares about putting them out there. They think that they are worth more than they actually are. The truth is there are factions of fans in certain regions that really give a crap about watching their team, right? So you've got a bunch of Braves fans, you've got a bunch of um Cards fan like Cardinals fans, you've got a bunch of Grizzlies fans, you got like all of these different little specs, right? Truth be told, it is not a big enough number nationwide that people are going to care. And when Sinclair bought these networks from Disney, like Disney bought them from Fox, tried to offload them, gave them to Sinclair for a ridiculous dollar amount. Now Sinclair is trying to get their money back, but they're trying to get it all back at once. You, you got to figure out a different method here. You're not going to be able to, to ask for a whole lot of money from these regional sports networks because the only thing that they have is games. You don't get very many viewers whatsoever for any of the behind-the-scenes stuff for the teams, for any of the, the studio shows, because everybody's got ESPN. They'd rather see what's going on nationally or whatever. You're, you don't have a ton of that. You've got specialized sports networks for the teams that, people re, that, that the biggest number of people care about, right? SEC Network, ACC Network, Big Ten Network. As far as NBA and whatever else, there's 82 games in the NBA. There's 160 baseball games. There's or 162, excuse me. There's all these games. And it's not like they're showing every single one of them. They're showing the majority of the games. But how many people watch every single game of a baseball team? How many people watch every single game of an NBA team? It's a very minute percentage. That's not enough to be able to sell an entire channel at more than a dollar, you know, you, you need to be asking 90 cents. You need to be at, you know, something not too crazy because otherwise YouTube TV will say, all right, well, we don't want to go over $55 for somebody to have a subscription. So we're not going to go over that and we'll give you 90 cents for each subscriber or whatever, but we ain't going over like that's, that's ridiculous. So Sinclair is going to have to figure out something because DirecTV dropped them because YouTube TV dropped them because there's way more people that have dropped these channels than are actually carrying them. So if you're looking for it, uh, I don't know what to tell you right now. I don't know who's carrying it. I have YouTube TV. I'm not going to drop YouTube TV because of baseball or whatever. Like I find a way to or find, I cannot talk today. I've had this trouble all day, by the way. I'm not going to drop this because of baseball or basketball. Because I don't watch the games enough. Like, I'll toss them on in the background, but they don't matter enough to me. I can go check GameCast or whatever. Like, I'll check my phone to see what the score is. But I'm not fully invested enough in any team that is on one of these networks to uh, to care or change the way that I'm going about things. YouTube TV has the best interface of any of the streaming TV apps. I'm not going to change for that. So... Uh, that uh, that definitely sucks for, you know, major fans. But if you really, really care, you know, go get MLB TV or go get uh, NBA TV, NBA uh, League Pass, whatever it is. So, right now, college basketball picks. Let's go on and move into that. And maybe I can get us out of here within, uh, maybe I can get us out of here within 20 minutes of a show. Not too shabby. I have three picks today. I went two and four yesterday. Not great whatsoever. Had uh, had some things that I really felt good about that did not hit. Um, so far on the week, six, six, and three. Just dead even, about as even as you can get. I mean, I've only had 14 pushes all season. Three of them have been this week. So, uh, that should tell you how this week has gone. Tonight... I've got rotation number 604, Drexel at UNC Wilmington. I've got UNC Wilmington plus two. Uh, I think you have to buy half a point there. Uh, just go on and get it up to just to be safe. I think UNC Wilmington probably wins the game at home. They're playing a little better, uh, especially at home. Drexel, who knows what to what to make of this team, but they haven't played well lately. So I'm going to go with UNC Wilmington plus the two at home. Number 615, Indiana at Purdue. Indiana's won three out of four, covered three out of four. Purdue lost four straight. Uh, Indiana is a six-point dog here, and they got walloped at home by Purdue just a month ago or so. I think that they are going to show up in this spot. Indiana has been playing insanely well lately. I think they could get this win, But, uh, but if you're giving me six points, I'm all over that. Rotation 615, Indiana plus six there. 647, rotation number South Dakota State plus five at North Dakota State. This is another one of those type of matchups, rivalry game. Uh, I'm looking for South Dakota State to maybe be able to win this game on the road. Uh, if not, I think they definitely keep it within the five. So those are your three. You can always find the picks, by the way, at winningcureseverything.com slash gambling dash picks, or just winningcureseverything.com. Go to the gambling picks section. We make it as easy as possible on you. Uh, I think that's going to wrap up the show for today. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Of course, make sure that you subscribe on whatever avenue you are watching or listening. We uh, we always appreciate the support for that. And make sure you check out Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. Tunicatravel.com is the website. You can check out all of their amazing sports books, their steakhouses, their golf courses, the shows that are coming through, ta- everything. Go check them out, Tunicatravel.com. And with that...